0: Welcome to another week of the Fiber Coven podcast. We are so happy to be here with you, here with each other, talking about some yarny stuff with a dash of witchy stuff thrown in. I'm Lauren from Valkyrie
1: Fibers. And I'm Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake.
0: Hooray! We usually start with some news, and we have just selected our next crafty hangout date, and that is August 11th, which is a Friday. We hang out at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, and it's just a cool hangout on Discord for anybody who is our patron on Patreon. And It's a really nice time. Whatever crafts you like, whatever recreational beverages and or substances you like, we are cool with all sorts of stuff, and we hang out and chit-chat, and we'd love to have
1: you there. Yeah. And then you had a little bit of news as well? I will be at PopCon Indie. It is the 25th through the 27th of august in indianapolis it is a queer owned pop culture comic book convention kind of thing so if you want to come visit me i will be in the exhibitor hall i don't know my booth number yet but it will be a fun time and then in september uh late september i will be at brooklyn general uh in brooklyn new york for a trunk show with junk yarn as part of the I think it's the New York yarn crawl. I can't remember if it's the New York yarn crawl or the Brooklyn yarn crawl because there are both of those things for one of the big yarn crawls. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Love it.
0: So jumping into our content, neither of us finished things. Well, you finished something, but I wanna, you didn't bring it and I want to see it. So we'll talk about it later. But we can just jump into what we've been making. Show me mm-hmm. things you've been making.
1: I made... Good progress on my sweater. I'm very excited to Mm -hmm. show it to you. So I bound off the body. Ah, I just pulled out the needle one sec. Oh no. The ultimate sin of knitting
0: podcasting
1: is when you pull
0: out your needles while recording.
1: I'm magic looping the sleeve, so I pulled on mm-hmm. like the wrong end while I was trying to like pull it around to make sure it was safe. Mm-hmm. It's good now. Okay, here is the bottom of the sweater. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, it's got a nice little rib. Looks like an inch or two of rib. Yep, it's got a twisted rib. So I am mm-hmm. done with this brioche stitch, which mm-hmm. is very exciting, and I am on to my little sleevey. Nice. And you said it was a short sleeve endeavor. Yes, um, you, I am only doing this this bit for um thirteen repeats, and I think I've done like about ten here, mm-hmm. and then I just do the uh the ribbing at the end, and then it will. It's like an elbow, elbow like above the elbow, length sleeve. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then I have to pick up for the uh like button band collar situation. Mm-hmm. But it is nice. looking good. I can try it on for you to show you how Ooh, special yes. it is. Sweater shaped.
0: Yay. And it's that nice pink speckled junk yarn.
1: Yes, this is Penelope.
0: Penelope.
1: Hey, it's a sweater shaped. It is a
0: sweater. It looks so good. It looks like it's gonna fit real nice and cozy. It looks like there's a little
1: ease in those sweater sleeves. I love yeah, it. Yeah, and it will, it's rolling right now, so it will look mm-hmm. a bit more like this when it's on. hmm
0: That's really cute. I can't wait to see how it turns out.
1: Yeah. Dope. So I'm excited about that. hmm I have to I'm going on a trip this weekend and I have to decide if I think it's worth it to cart this whole ass sweater with me. Mm -hmm. to work on it while I'm there it's at that kind of awkward phase of do I want to cart this whole sweater around with me to work on it do you want to crush it and finish it and wear it I'd have to well I'd have to finish it like today and tomorrow that's that's probably too much because the button is like some crazy amount of stitches right
0: Mm -hmm. oh my gosh speaking of crazy amount of stitches can I show you my melu run shawl Yes, it is taking me so long because the stitches or the stitch count after the final increase is a lot, and I also haven't had much time to knit on it um, since my sweetie came home for a visit. Where am I on this? So you can see, this is what I've done since I saw you last. I've gotten into the last brioche section, and I'm almost done with it. And it's this gorgeous orange from Serendipitous Wool, and it's my last big maylou run, and I love it's so it. Cool hmm Yeah. And I'm working in this little bright green mini skein that makes me very happy too. Mm-hmm. The pattern just called for doing um three garter ridges in one color, but I was like, now, now I want a pudding. <laughs> now. And I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's looking quite spacey. It looks good. Oh no, the fiend is back. Oh. I gotta keep <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bling
0: this around he was docile for a moment um you'll hear all about this later mm-hmm. not having an earthquake i just have a very affectionate orange cat that desperately wants what i have mm-hmm. um ooh, i can show you my blanket because it looks really different than the last time you saw it Ooh, you got here. Oh this is a lot look at this yeah, thanks yeah, it's getting warm. I got pinks and oranges going on in this blanket. This is the Heirloom Temperature Blanket by Soraya Hussain. It is mosaic crochet. Two rows for every day. The high and the low looks real pretty. And the highs are getting high. We're into the 80s. We might even hit the 90s this weekend. Wow. Yay! Yeah, I really like it. Oh my gosh, this cat. He's is, he is all up in my business. Little
1: ears are popping up in our Zoom window. It's pretty
0: funny. And then the last thing I've been working on is I cast on another vanilla hat with that same make it tweed and some dark brown stash that I had. And I think it's looking really cute.
1: Chopper. Chopper wants to knit the hat.
0: He does. Yeah. So it's very similar to the last vanilla hat I knit. I'm not doing a rolled brim on this. I have like four inches here of ribbing so you can fold it up if you like. Just simple like.
1: Cute. What else have you been working on? I worked on my blanket i've mostly just been working on this right before we go to sleep when we mm-hmm. read to each other you read um, to each other yeah we we've been reading to each other what we're are done- you reading uh Lord oh, of the Rings? sure something like that and we're we're reading the franchise that shall not be named uh okay because we have been for a really, really long time. Like we started doing this like eight years ago and mm-hmm. we went on and off and we've actually like stuck with it for the past month. So we're doing that. We just like trade off reading to each other every other night. So when Chad mm-hmm. is with me, I knit a bit on my Lord of the Rings blanket. Is that Buckleberry Fairy? This is Buckleberry Fairy. I'm almost it is of it. so dark it looks- left.
0: It is very much waters at night. It's beautiful.
1: Yes, I really like it. Uh, and I am enjoying working on this. It's a cozy little evening project and I think that eventually we will be reading Lord of the Rings to each other while I work on you this. You never made it through all the books, huh? What? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. You always think this about me. I read these books when I was in the sixth grade. I read all of them. Okay. I just have never reread them. Got it. Got it. I read them all in the sixth grade because I am that kind of person that I wanted to read the book before I saw the movies. So mm-hmm. I read them all in order to go see the movies. And because I had that like reason to read them, I have just like never had a reason that has made me stick with reading them <laughs> ever again. I get so bored. So it's fair. Don't yeah, give me. I have read all oh, the books. That's no. no, fair. It's, it's
0: totally fair. Um, yeah, you guys could give the audiobooks a try. I would recommend for anything Gollum's in, doing Andy Circus's versions. Mm-hmm. My next plan for audiobooking The Lord of the Rings is to do The Hobbit and the Book Twos of Two Towers and Return of the King. With Andy Circus's narration and do fellowship and the book ones with the other narrator who can actually sing and you can differentiate his human male voices.
1: Yeah, we have all of the the ones by that guy, whatever that guy's name is. And mm. we, I have dropped out of the audio book listening to it too. We were listening mm-hmm. to it the car rides and I was like, no, I don't want to. Um, mm. I don't know. I will I'm, say I, that being stoned
0: does help my enjoyment of listening to those audio books
1: yeah we'll see we'll see if we're able to read those aloud to each other there might be too many uh names to to read aloud to each other Mm -hmm. that's fun names of things I won't be able to pronounce and you know
0: Mm -hmm. you should just call me and let me read them to you Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my goodness have you been working on anything
1: else The project that I forgot to bring.
0: Nice. That's really fun. I'm excited to see your paper piecing. Mm -hmm. Okay, I need to talk about acquisitions. So
1: you can get rid of
0: that cat. I can get rid of it for this feed. So Mm -hmm. it was my birthday recently, and I got many lovely things, including this catnip that my friend grew me from Seat. So my knit group friend, Mary Ellen, she's an amazing indoor grower of all kinds. And she is a ceramics artist, so she made me this beautiful pot and saucer. And she grew this catnip that somebody orange is very excited about. You can see him. Look at this.
1: He's this really is- getting up in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. This. Where are you keeping this in your home so that he isn't in a room that he now? doesn't have access to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is so much going on. Okay, I need you to go then i got some things from you i got this awesome embroidery from floss and flourish which the catnip ridden fiend tried to chew the crystals off of while recording mm-hmm. it says what if instead of self-care revenge and i love it it's on my wall next to my my latest paint and sip painting that i put up in my house nice. um, and it, you gave me a bunch of cute stickers and fun things but my favorite of which is actually on my on my bag and it is my
1: button that says arson i knew that would be your favorite (laughs) i love it i
0: love it very much and that is what i acquired
1: (laughs) yay yeah it was very hard to pick a hoop for you from floss and flourish because they have so many good ones so Mm -hmm. the one i went with and now that I've hidden the drugs from my pets, I we can go
0: into a cult corner. And we're kind of continuing on the theme from last week. And we're talking about the Lenormand Armand cardomancy. Mm-hmm. Take it away, Emily.
1: Yeah. So Léon cards are named for Marie-Anne Léon And she was a French bookseller, fortune teller, and cardomancer during the Napoleonic era. Pretty uh- neat. It is pretty neat. She was it very the early eighteen hundreds. Yes. Thank you. Uh and she was very famous. Uh she we don't really have like Corroborated proof of stuff, but she's she like had written down and said that she had read for a bunch of famous people, and a bunch of famous people have written down that she had read for them. So that's neat. Mm-hmm. Ironically, she didn't use a Leo Norman style deck because it was named for her after her death. <laughs> she used an atelier deck, which was a 78 card tarot deck that was more similar to actually the Marseille deck that we talked about last week than the Leo Norman cards that we're talking about this week. That's really um, interesting. Yeah. So Leonin cards are 36 card decks and they mm-hmm. are based on a deck of cards from Germany. That's called the game of hope mm-hmm. uh, in German. I'm, I'm just telling it to in English. And it was originally meant to be laid out in a six by six grid of cards and played as a board game. Mm-hmm. And you laid them out in uh, order of the number and the number one card is the rider. And that was the start and the number 35 card uh, which is the anchor or hope was the end and movement was determined by rolling two six-sided dice uh, and some cards would give you money from the pot or move the, you forward to another card uh, other cards would force you to pay into the pot or move backwards and if a player landed on number eight which is the coffin Or overshot number 35 by one space and moved to number 36, the cross, then they were stuck and couldn't get out of that card until they rolled doubles or another player landed on that card. Interesting. Um, A lot of these rules are probably pretty familiar. That sounds a bit like Monopoly to me, the getting Mm -hmm. stuck and rolling doubles. And uh, it also sounds a lot like Mario Party, <laughs> like, where you're just moving along on different spaces, losing money on some certain cards. So if a player rolled too high and overshot number 36, then they would deduct the number of spaces from 36 to the result and move backwards for the remainder. So there are a bunch of rules about rolling perfect numbers, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. and the game of hope had German style playing cards depicted on them as a smaller mm-hmm. image. So there were like, they're very literal. Like the coffin has a picture of a coffin on it, mm-hmm. but they also had like kind of a screen and screen picture and picture of a little standard playing card printed on them as well. So that they mm-hmm. could double as a standard German 36 card playing deck in addition to playing them like this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, And they're still pretty popular today for divination and how they are used for divination is typically done in a spread or a grid of cards. Um, Mm -hmm. Pretty rare that you would just pull one card, from what I understand, when you're reading with these Mm -hmm. cards. And uh, the most typical grid is three by three with the Mm -hmm. focus of the spread being the center of the grid. So that's like what the, the spread is about. And Leo Norman readers typically focus on a combination of card meanings rather than individual card meanings. So it's about Mm -hmm. like looking at the whole spread as opposed Mm -hmm. to just like individual cards. And it is very common to read cards in a sentence. Mm -hmm. With romance
0: language syntax.
1: yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. not english speaker
0: syntax i thought it was neat too and i was looking up some stuff about how these cards are read and i think it's interesting how how you have to take like mirroring and symmetry into effect and how the cards are related to each other and if you're doing one of the bigger grids i read about something called knighting when you just look at like the cards at how a knight would move in chess and the relationship between like one end of the l and the other end of the l i thought that was really interesting too that's cool
1: yeah, and that's pretty much what I had about Leon Martin cards. I didn't really know anything about them, so I just kind of looked up a general primer.
0: Yeah, I thought it was really interesting to... Yeah, it's just interesting. So, like, last week we talked basically about the roots of, like, what we see now as a tarot deck. And this is kind of the roots of what we see now as an oracle deck, which is yeah. pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the symbols seem to be pretty straightforward it's just about your interpretation of those symbols and their relationship with the other cards which I think is really interesting and and I think that that sounds neat I actually I wasn't too interested in oral oracle text before researching the Lenormand stuff Mm -hmm. and I did read some contemporary descriptions of her that were like really upsetting (laughs) oh yeah there were some like old timey descriptions of people who went to get their cards read at her her salon and they're saying that she was like and this was I'm sure in like cosmopolitan France and they're like describing her as like like an old witch at a hut and talking about how unattractive she was and all the like she had bats nailed to the walls and so spooky and it was just like oh man give
1: a girl a break and I'll she also to LA like, times,
0: that's cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So she was kind yeah. of fringing on the fringes of society. I also but saw that a- she adopted her nephew when mm-hmm. and her niece when her sister died, and he was mm-hmm. a devout Catholic, so he got rid of all of her occult possessions. Mm-hmm. So her like decks that she used to read are like lost to history and stuff because he got rid of it in a fit of
0: Catholicism yeah yeah um
1: but yeah it's a real bummer that i think is interesting about this system uh is the the numbered aspect i think mm-hmm. that is part of what makes me more interested in it than some oracle decks because it, i can relate it more to tarot when that there is like a cycle and like a beginning and an end to cards
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah that stuff's pretty it's pretty interesting mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they're fun images, good archetypes. I like it. The images more remind me of what you'd see in like and this is like a totally different sort of like game that might have some sort of occult meaning to it. The images more remind me of like Loteria stuff. Yeah, definitely. But I think that's I think that's neat. I just think it's interesting how so many different cultures have have like card games or board games that are like you know, feature like card style images that can be used just for general purpose gaming or for or for occult purposes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun stuff. So let us know. Do you guys use these cards in your practice? Are you interested? Let's hear all about it. Did you have anything yeah. else on the topic? Nope, that's all I had. Sweet. So if... uh there's a little bit of promo we can do. I am having a big Star Wars update in the middle of July, but it's probably past that time when you're listening to this. Um, that was my big Clone Wars themed update. And I will be having a Rebellion themed update probably sometime in August. So stick around for that. Hopefully there's still some Star Wars yarn for you to sneak grab up in my shop. Um, did You didn't have any promo this week, right?
1: I'm launching the Zodiac pins someday. So we'll just this throw the out there again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's lovely. So mm-hmm. if you're looking to find us anywhere around the internet, please head on over to fibercoven.com. It will have show notes for what you just listened to and all of our other podcasts. Um, it will have links to our Patreon where you can come for our cool crafty hangout nights. And it'll also have link to Emily's merch and patterns. It'll have links to my yarn. So Anything you want to know about this podcast or us, just head on over to fibercoven.com. And until next week, Kevin, keep making yarn magic.
1: Bye. Bye.